0: Welcome in to this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam and Handel. And in this episode, I will be doing a recap of the NFL action from yesterday on Sunday, November 15th. And I will start with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as they got a victory over the Carolina Panthers by a score of 46-23. to 23. The Buccaneers are now at 7-3 and and second in the NFC South, while the Panthers are 3-7 and fourth in the NFC South. Notable statistics from this game, Tom Brady threw for 341 yards and had three touchdowns. Ronald Jones in the running game for the Buccaneers had 192 yards rushing and one touchdown. And this one was one where the Buccaneers were a little bit where they were going back and forth or it, it was a little bit early on where it was it was close uh but then the buccaneers started to take an edge with uh a lead and they never really looked back the panthers had uh some potential uh threats as 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 far as coming back in the game but the buccaneers really uh made it uh a uh, moot point because the Tom Brady led offensive Buccaneers were uh, really on point uh, all game and they got contributions in the receiving game. Also from Chris Godwin who had 92 yards. Mike Evans had 77 yards and Antonio Brown had 69 yards. Rob Gronkowski 51 yards as well as other receivers too, so this was really a nice all-round effort for the Buccaneers, and uh, they moved to 7-3, as I mentioned, and they're one of the top teams in the NFC, and uh, therefore the uh, NFL too, as they're uh, battling with the New Orleans Saints uh, for the top spot in the division. Right now, they sit at second place, but uh, they're a really good team, and uh, it showed yesterday as they were able to uh, take care of business against the uh, struggling Carolina Panthers. And then the next game, the Browns defeated the Texans by a score of 10 to seven. The Texans are two and seven in third place in the AFC South, while the Browns are six and three in third place in the AFC North. The Browns have that solid record, but they're behind the Ravens and the Steelers. So their hope is, is to hopefully continue the season uh, really well and show really well and improve their record even more. more. But uh, more importantly, with the COVID season and the unfortunateness with the COVID and everything that's going on with it, there will will be an expanded playoff. So that will help the Browns as far as even if they finish third in the division, it'll depend on everybody else as far as seeds and all that, but uh, they should be able to, if they keep, the pace that they're uh, going on to uh, probably get in the playoffs. And as far as the stats from the game, notable stats, Baker Mayfield only threw for 132 yards, but he didn't have any interceptions. He didn't have any touchdowns, but their rushing attack. I mean, they have a two-headed monster with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and both of them had a, over 100 yards each. Nick Chubb had 126 yards in his return from injury, and he had a touchdown. He had a long run at the end of the game where he went out of bounds at the one-yard line, and he would have scored if he would have kept going into the end zone, but it was a situation where if he goes out at the one, their first down, and the Texans didn't have hardly any timeouts, if any, so they could run the clock out and win the game. And uh, if Chubb scores, yeah, uh, it's good because they're up 10, but there's a chance maybe that the Texans could come back. I mean, not not good. It was a slim chance because there was hardly any time on the clock. But Chubb just wanted to ensure that the uh, Browns were going to get the job done. So that was a very heady play by uh, Nick Chubb, that's for sure. And then on the flip side for the Texans, they didn't really have a whole lot as far as uh, statistical-wise. I mean, Deshaun Watson threw it for 163 yards and had a touchdown. But other than that, they were kind of so-so in other categories. And even Deshaun Watson uh, probably will, will tell you that he could have had a better day uh, as far as throwing the football and th- th- throwing for more yards. Uh, but that's how it goes. And uh, the Texans struggling season continues. And the Browns, uh, off a of bye week, uh, were able to get the job done and advance the record to 6-3. and three. And then in the next game, the Lions defeated the Washington football team 30-27. to The Washington football team is 2-7 in third place in the NFC East, while the Lions are 4-5 in third place in the NFC North. And this one was one where it was a nail-biter at the end. It was very entertaining to watch. I was watching it. I have the Red Zone channel, so I was watching the Red Zone channel. Uh, and uh, it was really... Fun to watch the end because it was back and forth the whole way. So uh, it was good to uh, kind of watch the end of this. But uh, at the end, the Lions got a last-second field goal. It's was like a 59-yard field goal by Matt Prater who buried the field goal. I mean, it was, it was a great kick by him, and they, they won the game. So that was good for them. And then statistical-wise in this one, the Lions – Matthew Stafford, 276 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. So he did pretty good, had a pretty good overall game there. DeAndre Swift had 81 yards rushing and 68 yards receiving, including a touchdown in the receiving game. So the Lions had good production there. And then some other players who uh, had contributions too. Alex Smith actually played very well. He threw for 390 yards, didn't have any touchdowns or, or any interceptions, but that's a really good day for Alex Smith. And then, uh, other than that, Taylor McLaurin, uh, their usual leading receiver, had 95 yards. Uh, so those were the notable stats there. And then in the next game, the Giants defeated the Eagles 27 to 17, and the Giants are three and seven at second place in the NFC East. While the Eagles are three and five and one at first place in the NFC East, and this one was kind of a shocker as far as. Many people, myself included, foresaw the Eagles being able to get it done. But the Giants are really a pesky team. I mean, they're not that great overall-wise as far as the record, but they really stay in games, as I've said on many of my previous podcasts as far as NFL uh, previews and everything. And uh, they do a really nice job uh, really staying in the game. And that just goes to show you Joe Judge, their first-year head coach, uh, has done a really nice job keeping – uh, his team together and uh, definitely are still in play. I mean, they're in second place and they, they don't have a good record, but the NFC East no team really has a good record. The top team is three, five and one. So it's still a winnable division. They're three and seven now uh, with the win and uh, they were able to get the job done. As far as statistics, Daniel Jones had 244 yards passing and then Darius Lee had 93 yards receiving. And, uh, Daniel Jones also ran the ball for 64 yards, so he had a good uh, game both running and passing. And then uh, Carson Wentz kind of had a so-so game. He had 208 yards uh, throwing the ball, and then other than that, they were kind of okay otherwise as far as other players, uh, as far as statistics go. Miles Sanders in his return from injury had 85 yards uh, rushing the football, so they got him back uh, one of the best running backs when he's healthy. But that's the key with him is, Unfortunately for him, he's not healthy a whole lot, uh, which is unfortunate. But uh, hopefully, he's able to stay healthy and uh, continue his production for the Eagles. And then in the next game, the Dolphins defeated the Chargers twenty-nine to twenty-one. The Dolphins are six and three at second place in the AFC East, and the Chargers are two two and seven and fourth place in the AFC West. And this one was a game where. Tua Tagovailoa really played well. I mean, he had a, a, only 169 yards, so he didn't throw for like 300 yards. But he had a productive day as far as keeping his team in the game and making sure that they got the win at the end. He had two touchdowns, and uh, he really did a nice job uh, for the Dolphins in addition to other players who uh, had good performances uh, too. And then Justin Herbert for the Chargers had a kind of a – down game for him as far as his, his standards on his rookie season. I mean, he's a rookie. He's going to have his ups and downs. But uh, more times than that this year, he's been spectacular throwing the football 300 yards uh, or around there. On this one, he uh, had within 100 yards, 187 to be exact, uh, throwing the football two passing touchdowns and one interception. So uh, that's how that game went. And the Dolphins continued their uh, solid season. Uh, with 6-3 and three record, and then the Chargers, again, stayed in the game. They stayed competitive, and they stayed close. Now, obviously, they don't want any moral victories or anything like that as far as, hey, we stayed in the game, but we lost. They want to win the game, but it just goes to show you they're in every game pretty much that they play. So that that will prove dividends as far as this is a process for them and this isn't going to be a good year as far as making the playoffs. They're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, so going into next year with the team that they have and their rookie quarterback, and then next year will be a second season, Justin Herbert, as far as they know how to, how to be in those close games and hopefully for their sake next year, they can come out on the winning side of those games. So that's kind of their outlook uh, right now. And then in the next game, the Cardinals defeated the Bills in a crazy ending. The score was 32-30. to 30. Uh, But just to start out, uh, I just want to give the record uh, for both teams before I get into uh, the ending of the game. The Bills are 7-3 and three at first place in the AFC East, and then the Cardinals are 6-3 and three at first place in the NFC West. And this one was a crazy game where the Bills scored at the very end with the touchdown from Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs in the, I believe it was the left corner of the end zone. Uh, but in the, one of the corners of the end zone, I'm pretty sure it was the left corner of the end zone. So that was good for the Bills. But then the Cardinals had enough time on the clock where they could take it down the field and uh potentially come back. And I, I remember watching the game, I was watching it on the Red Zone channel, and uh, I saw Kyler Murray's reaction when Stefan Diggs scored. He was it was kind of a stunned reaction as far as, oh, well, we might lose this game, you know, and that. But it was good to see him as far as the confidence. I mean, I had no rooting interest in this game, but uh, the confidence in coming back and being able to throw the deep ball to DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best receivers in the game and DeAndre Hopkins, it was a jump ball and it was between him and three other players, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde and Tredavious White, who are really good secondary players uh, defending DeAndre Hopkins and DeAndre Hopkins was able to come down with it and uh, win the game. I believe there was a second left on the clock and then the, they kicked off and the clock ran out and the Cardinals won, but the Cardinals Kyler Murray had 245 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. Kenyon Drake had 100 yards uh, rushing. I believe it was his return from injury, so that was good for him. And then uh, DeAndre Hopkins had 127 yards receiving in one touchdown. And then for the Bills, De- Josh Allen had 284 yards passing, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And then... Stefan Diggs, 93 yards receiving, and Cole Beasley, 109 yards receiving, and they each had a touchdown. So that was how that game went. Really one of the better games uh, yesterday in the NFL. Really kind of a thrilling ending, that's for sure. And then uh, the next game, the Raiders defeated the Broncos 37-12. The Raiders are 6-3. They're second place in the AFC West as the Broncos on the – Other side of things are three and six at third place in the AFC West. And this was kind of a game that wasn't really ever close between these two teams. Oakland or uh, rather, sorry, uh, Las Vegas. Now they're named Las Vegas got off to a early lead with Josh Jacobs. I believe he had an early touchdown and they never looked back. He had 112 yards uh, rushing and two touchdowns. And then Also, uh, another running back for them, Devontae Booker, had 81 yards and two touchdowns, and then Derek Carr had 154 yards passing, and uh, they were led by those people as far as good efforts there in addition to other players. And then uh, on the other side for the Broncos, they just kind of had a so-so day uh, statistically. Drew Locke had four interceptions, and... uh, 257 yards passing, so he had a rough uh, game for them as the Las Vegas Raiders got it done and moved their record to 6-3. and And then in the next game, the Steelers continued their undefeated season as they won by a score of 36-10 over the Bengals. The Steelers are 9-0 at first place in the AFC North, while the Bengals are 2-6-1 at fourth place in the AFC North. This was a all round domination by the Steelers as they did what they're supposed to against a uh, lesser team than them. And uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger had 333 yards passing, four touchdowns, and he led them there. And then Deontay Johnson had 116 yards receiving, one touchdown. Juju Smith-Schuster had 77 yards receiving. Chase Claypool had two touchdowns as well. And then uh, for the Bengals. Joe Burrow had 213 yards passing and one touchdown and then they also had a nice day from T Higgins in the receiving game over 100 yards and a touchdown. So the Bengals did a nice job uh or rather the Steelers did a nice job of doing what they're supposed to and moving their record to 9 and 0 as they continue their unbeaten season. And then in the next game the Rams defeated the Seahawks 23 to 16. The Rams are now a record of 6-3 and three at 2nd in the NFC West, while the Seahawks are 6-3 and three at 3rd in the NFC West. That's probably the best division in football. And uh, all teams except for the Niners are really uh, close as far as record. So this was a pretty good game uh, overall. The Rams were able to get it done, and their defense really showed out against uh, Russell Wilson, who had a tough day uh, with 248 yards. Uh, passing in a rare touchdown list game and two interceptions for him and then for the Rams. Jared Goff had three hundred two yards passing and uh did a nice job there. And then Josh Reynolds led them in receiving with ninety four yards. So the Rams uh really played well in this game and got the job done and Seattle uh has a quick turnaround as they'll face the Cardinals this week on Thursday night football and that'll be a intriguing battle between two really uh, good teams in the NFC West. And then the next game, the Saints defeated the 49ers 27-13. to The Saints uh, unfortunately lost Drew Brees to injury. Uh, the news came out today that he has a collapsed lung and also other fractures. So hopefully Drew Brees can heal up from that as quickly as possible and uh, go from there. It was tough to see him... Get injured. It's tough to see anybody get injured, but it's a contact sport, and that's unfortunately one of the realities in the NFL. There's going to be injuries. But uh, the Saints were able to uh, do a nice job in this one. It was kind of close and competitive early on, but they uh, really were able to uh, win by two scores and do a nice job there and stay at first and continue their win streak. I believe they've won six in a row now uh, ever since their loss earlier in the season to the Packers on Sunday Night Football. And then the Niners, I mean, the Niners are just an injured team. It's unfortunate. And a lot of their key players who make a lot of salary are injured. And this is kind of a lost season for them. I mean, if they somehow have a really good rest of their regular season, win more more games than they lose, they might be able to crack into the playoffs uh, around 500, although it would be really tough because it's a loaded NFC. So I don't, I don't think that'll happen. But uh, it's been a tough year for the Niners, that's for sure. And then the Patriots defeated the Ravens in somewhat of a shocker on Sunday Night Football, 23-17. to The Ravens are 6-3 and three at second in their division, and then the Patriots are 4-5 and five at third in their division. And this one was one where at the very end of the game, it was coming down, it was pouring, it was unreal how bad a weather it was at Gillette Stadium in New England. I mean, it was... I was watching the game, and you could barely see what was going on on the field because there was rain and all this stuff coming down, and it was just uh really. I, I've I've never really seen anything like that before, uh, as far as that goes uh, in recent memory. I mean, maybe going back years ago, that's that's happened. Obviously, I mean, football a lot of that. The time that stuff happens with the weather, but it was, it was coming down pretty good, and uh, the Patriots were able to get a win, and uh, really nice job by Bill Belichick and uh, his his staff as far as uh, cooking up a game plan to give uh, Lamar Jackson some problems as Lamar Jackson in the game had two uh, hundred. 200- 49 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception, 55 yards rushing, but uh, he did a nice job uh, and his defense, did a nice job being able to uh, do well against Lamar Jackson, and that's kind of what I said on last week's uh, preview for the weekend of NFL football. That's one of Bill Belichick's things is he likes to take what the opposing team does best and likes to limit it as much as possible, and he was able to do that last night as Damian Harris for them in the rushing game had 121 yards rushing. And then Cam Newton had 118 yards passing one touchdown and uh, they were able to get a nice effort by their team. And they had the double pass too, as far as Jacoby Myers was able to uh, pass it to Rex Burkhead for a touchdown. It was a perfect pass by Jacoby Myers. And there was a defender against Rex Burkhead as there is on most passes in the NFL, but it was a defender that was really close to, Rex Burkhead and Myers hit him, like, right in stride. It was a perfect pass, so that was uh, kind of fun to watch as far as a trick play happened, and those are always entertaining, that's for sure. And then in the final game, uh, the Packers defeated the Jaguars, which is an earlier game, but I I save it for the last part of this episode because I normally do Packer episodes um, all by themselves, but sometimes I... I save them for the the end of episodes because uh, it's the Packers. I want to get into more detail with them uh, at the very end. But uh, they, they won by a score of 24 to 20, and uh, they improved their record to 7-2 and two at first in their division, and then the Jaguars are 1-8 and eight at fourth in their, their division. So this one was one where the Packers kind of struggled a little bit. They really didn't have uh, a lot in sync Uh for most of the game that kind of it was kind of a off game for them but you have to give them a credit even in a game where they're not clicking on all cylinders and they're kind of having an off game uh they're still able to get the job done and i i understand that it was against the jaguars so it's not like they're fa- they're having an off game and they're facing one of the top teams then that's not going to slide against them but you still have to give them the credit the jaguars are an nfl team and they're in the nfl for a reason they're they have nfl caliber players and they were able to get the job done. But next week when they face the Colts, they better bring a little bit better of a, a game as far as that goes because the Colts are one of the top teams in the AFC and just a really good overall football team. So uh, hopefully they're able to uh, kind of bring it a little bit more uh, as far as for a full game of, of football, a of, of full 60 minutes of football, and potentially more if it goes into overtime. So uh, the Packers, as far as stats-wise, Aaron Rodgers, had a really good day. He had 325 yards passing, two touchdowns, and one interception. And then he had a rushing touchdown, too. And then Marquez Valdez scaling, had a 149 yards, receiving a touchdown. Devontae Adams had 66 yards, receiving a touchdown. Jake Luden for the Jaguars had a rough game. He had 169 yards passing, one touchdown, and one interception. And then James Robinson had over 100 yards Uh, rushing so those were the stats for that as the jaguars have kind of a lost season they're really struggling and uh they're just kind of having a tough year and then the packers continue their really good season as uh they're the first place team in their division and one of the best teams uh in the nfl as far as that goes, i believe they're the best team uh well they're not the best team because the steelers are the best team because they're undefeated but the Packers are one of the top teams in the NFL, that's for sure. So uh, hopefully the Packers can uh, get healthy. I know that they they had some players out as far as Jair Alexander was out, Kevin King was out, and uh, some other players too. I believe Tyler Irvin left the game with injury and uh, some other uh, players who will need to get healthy, uh, hopefully, uh, for the Colts game, as that will be an intriguing game uh, this coming Sunday. But uh, as I close up another episode of Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. I do want to say that the Packers uh, signed, tackled David Bakhtiari to a four-year uh, contract, uh, over $100 million uh, for him as far as that goes. And he had this year left, and then he would be a free agent. So this year and then four more years after that. So it's good to get one of the best left tackles uh, locked up uh, long-term for the Packers as far as they'll have him uh, for Aaron Rodgers' contract. Uh, the rest of Aaron Rodgers' career, and uh, also potentially if Aaron Rodgers four years from now—this is looking way ahead—but if Aaron Rodgers' his contract runs out and he get, they have Jordan Love coming, then they'll have protection for Jordan Love, which is very key to to protect a young quarterback. Any quarterback to pr- protect them is really good, especially their blind side. So, no matter what, if Rodgers is there through the. Uh, entirety of Bakhtiari's deal, then they'll have then they'll have Bakhtiari protecting Rogers on side, but they'll have a nice start too, to to Jordan Love's uh, career as quarterback uh, if things pan out where he's able to start, which he looks to be their quarterback in the future after Rogers is done uh, with the Packers. But uh, that's obviously way ahead, but it is good to see uh, Aaron, or uh, David Bakhtiari get. Get a well-deserved contract extension so congrats to uh, david bakhtiari on the new uh, contract so that'll about do it for another episode of big age sports show i'm your host adam and Handel, and i hope that you've enjoyed all my previous episodes this episode and all my future episodes you can get it anywhere you get your podcasts and uh, if you want to subscribe you can subscribe to my show Um, that's the best way because then you get alerts whenever i post but if you want to keep it doing it the way you've been doing it, that's fine. I'm always looking for as many consistent listeners as possible. And I hope you've enjoyed another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel.